This and every episode of Wrecked Podcast is brought to you by Beeksy Exchange, an upcoming cryptocurrency exchange built in collaboration with One Market Data. Beeksy is bringing legacy finance speed, power, and sophistication to crypto for the first time. With 225,000 transactions per second per pair, comparable to NASDAQ, 15 order types on day one, with 25 order types on full rollout, and a dedicated customer support team, Beeksy is setting itself apart from the competition. Check out Beeksy today at Beeksy.com and pre-register today at Beeksy.com slash registration to get your free Beeksy exchange tokens. That's Beeksy.com, B-E-A-X-Y dot com. Hey, this is Joel Com, and you're listening to Wrecked. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunch You Bets alongside my esteemed colleagues and co-hosts, Cynthia. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited to be here tonight. It's going to be a good yeah. night. We are going to have a good night indeed. Chamber, how are you doing this evening? Uh, I, You know what? The Christmas decorations are up. I got my inflatable Santa Claus in my front yard. It's a good day. <laughs> You don't you don't have your inflatable Krampus yet or what? No, not yet, not yet. <laughs> I think that might we scare the a, neighbors. <laughs> yeah, well, he's already scaring his children, so neighbors are next on the list. <laughs> we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, you may know him from the very very popular Bad Crypto podcast. We've got Joel Com with us today. Joel, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm I'm ready to get wrecked. Heck yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, so let's let's just get right into it then. Speaking of wrecked, what are your thoughts on the current situation of the crypto market? <laughs> well, we're obviously in consolidation still and we all got wrecked, you know, unless you unless you sold. And uh, now it's just a matter of waiting for regulation and and waiting for ETFs and for the money that's sitting on the sidelines to jump back in. I am uh, I am very patiently sitting on the sidelines for the most part at this point. Um, I they you call me com- Captain Capitulation. Uh, so. no, no. See, I'm the opposite. I FOMO into all the dips. I I, I, I feel like I'm going to miss every single dip. So I I, I go hard. Every You've been buying dips since seventeen thousand though, Chambers. So. Crypto to me is only buying dips at this point. I, I don't right. know anything else. You've never um. known anything else, but. Anyway, so, uh, Joel, we are happy to have you. We like to kind of start off here always with our guests, just kind of getting a little background about how you got into crypto, where you started, um, you, you know, your crypto journey, and, um, you know, how, come, how, how you kind of got from where you were to where you are now. Yeah, I actually remember a few years ago hearing whispers of this Bitcoin thing. And what's really interesting is I've made my whole career out of being a futurist and being first to market and for whatever reason i just didn't understand this idea of bitcoin i mean i obviously understood currency being digital because i'd been using paypal since ever since there was a paypal but there's just i i didn't understand it because i didn't get this whole mining 
thing. You know, what are there, little people inside your computer with a, you know, ding, 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 <laughs> chipping away at the chip? I didn't, like, how do you produce money out of nowhere? And once I understood mining, it was really uh, almost two years ago, I want to say it was March or April of 2017, that I was like, I, I got to understand this. <laughs> and I started going down the rabbit hole, and Travis and I, uh, our discussions shifted from politics, you know, the election was over, and, and that was all great fun, and uh, it changed to pivoted to you know crypto and every day we're messaging back and forth. You know, what do you think of this Ethereum thing? And well, what was there's more tokens and what about the price of Bitcoin? And I started investing a little bit. And after three months of that, our conversations you know were so regular and often that he just joked to me one day you know in Messenger that we should start a podcast. And that just I was like hell yeah. <laughs> and, and two days later, the show was born. That, that's pretty funny. We uh, similar situation. We we went from uh, concept to recording in I don't know three days, something like that, mm -hmm. and uh, we just jumped right into it as well. That's pretty funny. So, um, and you guys now, how long you guys been doing that? Then, how long has the show been going? A uh, year and a half. It was July two thousand seventeen. July eighteenth was episode one and we've done about wow. 250 or so recordings we're doing i was i was doing the math i was listening to your i was listening to the last episode by the way your uh yours is the first podcast i'm a big podcast guy when i got into crypto yours was the first one i listened to and still listen to but i was doing the math we you know i think we've put out about 45 or 46 shows by this point um and i was doing the math i'm like you guys are like 200 and something year and a half ago I'm like, this is we're we're falling behind. I got we got to step up our production to, to uh, keep up with that. that, that we're clip. just we're content beasts, you know. We unbelievable. Found a, we found a groove on the show that really works well, where uh, two episodes each week usually are interview based, you know. So we'll talk to somebody in the industry or have one of our you know syndicated partners like Naomi Brockwell, you know, uh, or, or Rachel Wolfson create some content mm -hmm. um one episode each week is our bad news episode and that's every thursday so we'll cover news for the week and then we've got our sponsored crypto spotlight you know where we, uh, <laughs> we never um we never promote tokens you know we're always really transparent if we've um you know if we've got a sponsor that wants an interview to advertise on the show and yeah usually four episodes a week it's a lot that's a uh, double double what we got <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um but that yeah that's awesome so um i always joke too but because uh, to kind of echo what chamber was just saying um you guys were one of the first ones i listened to also when i got into the space and um i had been doing some stuff with whale reports uh way back you know i still do but when this was i think march or may or something and i was listening in the car on my way to a meeting and all of a sudden i hear you mention whale reports and then you mentioned my name and i was like wait a second what and it was from it was for the uh crypto periodic table that i had done for whale reports a while back and i, that one. And I, I was remember just like, that i just said i would i was like oh my god i sent the episode to like everybody i knew it was pretty funny <laughs> i still remember that make the connection that that was you yeah yeah well, that, that is so anyway that but i always thought that was my crypto claim to fame at the time so <laughs> that's pretty funny but so how did how did you meet travis how do you guys uh how do you guys know each other beforehand 
Uh, you know, uh, a mutual friend, Lori Ruff, who I affectionately refer to as the heart of social media, um, hmm. introduced us five years, six years ago, and uh, just said, hey, you guys need to know each other. And we bumped heads at an event or two, you know, um, a couple years into the future. And, and uh, we just discovered around election season that we just had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. And so that I think, you know, uh, we, we have uh, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton to thank for really <laughs> nurturing our friendship. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So there you go. So the election brought at least two people together. That's right. <laughs> I actually needed I needed a pivot. Um, I was getting too um, wrapped up in the I'm, – I'm Canadian, as, as a bunch of mentioned, but I was getting pretty wrapped up in American politics, and I needed a uh, an escape from it, and that's when I found crypto. And uh, having two separate Twitters and having an all-crypto Twitter was, was a nice change of pace hmm. because uh, I, I, needed, uh, I needed to uh, – to stop diving in so deeply with that. Yeah, it can get kind of agonizing, and and I'm really glad our conversations pivoted. I mean, we still talk about what's going on. Of in course, the world yeah. And a little bit about politics, but uh, we, you know, our team gets down on us if we do it too much in the show. Um, <laughs> you know, but if you don't know us by now, you know that we're a couple conservative, libertarian leaning, you know, guys um, that you know like to make fun of of people that go off the rails a little bit. Uh, then you know we're probably not the right show for you. <laughs> Well, I think we have, we have a lot in common in that sense because we are uh, we kind of are a little build uh, irreverent um, podcast at times. So uh, definitely, but um, yeah. So for those who don't maybe aren't familiar with you and what your career was before crypto, can you talk a little bit about that? Um, you know what your career has been like pre crypto. Yeah, I've been doing business online since 1995, so that really dates myself there. I uh, <laughs> built my first website in July of that year, and there was only like 18,000 sites in the whole web in 1995. Wow. So I got there really early, and since that time, I've written 15 books. I've got a New York Times bestseller. Um, I've, I've been um, prolific in the internet marketing, affiliate marketing, social media marketing spaces. I've built um, applications, including one that went to number one in the world in iTunes App Store. And uh, I've produced um, video programs. I've done a number of different podcasts. And I'm a keynote speaker, so I work with a lot of big brands. And I get to travel and talk about uh, all kinds of different topics. So, so no big deal. No, nothing, nothing <laughs> yeah, major. Right. Nothing yeah, major. Yeah. yeah, basically, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm 12 years old. I like to play with all the toys, you know? And uh, and sometimes I, I find my way into something that's just is working and is really cool. I'm having a good time and I share it with others. And, and occasionally people will, you know, follow what I do. That's, that's awesome. fantastic. Uh, I don't know if I can read 15 books, let alone write them. So, <laughs> oh, no joke, no joke, Bunchu. Um, until I found uh, Audible, the <laughs> audiobook. Yes, yes. I, I'm telling you, I, I I've probably read. This doesn't say much about me, but non-school <laughs> books, like you know, non non non, um, you know, have to read required them. reading. Yeah, right. um, probably a half a dozen books since yeah. Audible. I don't know, 50, 65 books. Like it's yeah. uh, it's a huge difference. So uh, yeah, uh, apparently my uh, my reading uh, ability was very yeah, low. I'm a big uh, my, I'm a big Catcher in the Rye fan because it's probably yeah. the last one I actually read. <laughs> <laughs> my one was To Kill a Mockingbird. It's all right. That's pretty funny. But anyway, you you did just uh, come out with a new book recently, yep. right? 
Yep. I did. I fact. think I see it behind you. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is actually the book right here. It's called The Fun Formula. And uh, it's, it's kind of the anti-hustle and grind book. I'm really tired of hearing this mentality that you got to work your tail off all the yes. time. Yes. If you want to succeed, it's agonizing. I could hear it, you know, in your voice, Cynthia, you're like, oh, it hurts. You know, make it <laughs> <Yeah>. stop. <laughs> I reverse engineered my 20, almost 24 years in, in business online now, and I've discovered that um, the all the times that I really busted a hump to get something done, those were not the times I had the greatest success. The greatest right. success actually came from the times where I was pursuing something that uh, I really was passionate about, where I was having the most fun and at the right time magical things happened and mm -hmm. so the the least amount of effort with the greatest amount of heart actually has led to my greatest success again and again and again yes that's pretty I love cool. that i love that yeah that's awesome so anybody out there who hasn't checked that out be sure to do so the fun formula that's pretty cool but uh moving right along joel we wouldn't be wrecked podcast without asking you some of your best crypto wrecked stories since you've been in the space do you have any any times where you know whether it was a learning curve or you know just somewhere you just didn't you just didn't know what you were doing and you ended up getting wrecked Oh, well, I mean, all you got to do is look at what happened last year uh, leading up to early January. And um, we all should have sold, right, at the top. Yes. We should have <laughs> seen Charlie Lee sold all his Litecoin, and we're going, oh, but we're going to be okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not a new investor. I've invested in stocks before, but I'm not a good investor. Um, now, I was, I did have some presence of mind to sell some in January. I think I sold some again in March and some again in May. Uh, but, you know, looking at that chart, this parabolic whoop, <laughs> as like, how in the world could anybody look at that and not realize that a correction was coming? It uh, had um, to be me. <laughs> it's it's pretty. You guys talking uh, about selling in early December. Pretty interesting to look back on now because we all thought the same thing there. And I, I you know, I've like I said, we listened to your show, and um, you guys have had Charlie Lee on a couple of times and you were at a uh, world crypticon and you had him on the panel and you guys like to bust his chops for, you know, selling all his Litecoin. But in hindsight, uh, doesn't that look like the smartest move on the face of the planet? A absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I joined the legion of others who have gotten wrecked and mine continue to, uh, to get wrecked. You know, um, uh, look, I'm in this for the long haul and I know there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, and I don't know if it's going to be, you know, 2019, but I, in not being a financial analyst or a, you know, licensed financial advisor, which is why we never give advice on, you know, people ask us all the time, what do you think of this, what do you think of that, and I think... Sure. Do your own due diligence. That's what I think. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like crypto's time is really coming. And I don't just mean the price. I mean the implementation, the execution. And so this, you know, when I got into crypto, um, I remember thinking this feels like it felt like when I was building my first website. This smells like that. That's pretty awesome, especially to hear... From somebody like yourself who has been through, you know, been through the dot com and the internet and all of that, because you know, for for a lot of 
you know, for a lot of people in the space, you know, you see a lot of younger, younger, younger people where like myself, I was a kid when that was all happening, you know? So like, I didn't, I didn't get the same, I don't have the same feeling cause I've never seen it before. You know what I mean? So to hear, to hear someone like yourself say that is I think pretty, pretty interesting. Um, I, sure. I remember the run up. I remember building that site and then, you know, people started talking about the web in 96 and in 97, I started making real money in 98 and 99 were crazy crazy off the rails crazy money and affiliate income i mean this was the day when people were raising millions of dollars sounds familiar right <laughs> right um, and they didn't have uh, business models behind them that could really prove their concept and what they were doing. Like, for example, I remember drugstore.com. They were, in order to get new customers, they were um, giving away a $10 bounty for every new customer you brought to them as an affiliate. And they were giving the customer $10 off their first purchase of $10. So, I mean, I sent them, I, I, I must have made like 30 grand just wow. telling people, giving away $10 <laughs> worth of, you know, something they could go buy at this, this online drugstore. Well, they didn't last. So I remember when the bubble burst and everybody was laying off people and there was businesses that had no business being in business in the first place that went out of business. And so that was 95 to 2000 now take those five years and compress that into a year yeah and you've got the ico space now it took really four years for me to recover i kept doing business i i you know i'm glad that i saved money during the salad years because it got really lean but it took four years for my online business to really take off again and then it took off like crazy now if we're going to compress those let's say three years of internet boom and then four years of bust well what was the crypto boom it was about five months yeah maybe mm -hmm. six months well if we're going to liken that to you know to the corollary being crypto and and the dot-com bust we're looking at about eight to ten months maybe a year and we're already you know, how long has this been going on? Mm, probably about six, mm -hmm. seven months. Yeah. Now, I, you know, they're not going to be one-to-one. -one. It's not going to be direct. There's different, you know, variables in play now that weren't in play then. It's a different market. But, again, it feels the same to me. Yeah, that's pretty interesting for sure. Um, well, I, look, uh, and the way that I see it now, too, is if – your, I mean, I kind of welcome the bear market a little bit because it was a, a huge learning experience for me in the first place to kind of see this bubble come down. And then now, you know, yeah, yeah, I got wrecked. Sure. Just like everybody else. <laughs> but, but you've learned a lot along the way. And um, I think, and, and honestly, it's led us to doing this show. And the show has been a huge learning experience to begin with as well, or just yeah. to, uh, we, we get to talk to a lot of awesome people who have so much experience and, you know, put something out there for other people to hopefully learn from and, um, you know, avoid it in the future the next time it happens right you know don't make I mean? the mistakes we've already made we've right. been there and done that exactly right chamber isn't that uh that's pretty accurate right? that's yeah don't do what i do <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I try to be the poster boy as much as i can uh for for those people 
do as uh yeah do as our guests say and do not yeah. as we do we yeah, <laughs> we're just the facilitators right exactly. well don't don't listen to me i mean i'm just a monkey with the microphone figuring this out as well you know um, you're, just, you're just an older monkey we're just baby monkeys at this point yeah, just, <laughs> we have to <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. But yes, uh, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that. So now's the time. We will get to some news. Chamber, you want to start us off with what's going on in the crypto world today? The man that got me into, into crypto is back in the news today. Jesus, I don't want to hear about <laughs> it. John, is it John McAfee? No, it's Trayvon James. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just joking. Michael Nick! Wazza, 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 wazza. That's I even had, worse. I had, I had my own Trayvon James. Uh, what did Trayvon do now? Okay. Trayvon is calling uh, for Bitcoin to go to zero. Um, he put out a tweet uh, yesterday. Ten years from now, it won't matter if you bought Bitcoin at 4000 or 3000 because it will be at zero dollars. The man, the myth, the legend, Trayvon isn't he, James. Isn't he working at Target now? I think. I he, don't know if that was real. I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. if that was real. I, hope I saw it was something real. like that, but I'm not sure if that was actually. Wait, factual. wait a second. Wasn't Trayvon one of the ones that was pimping BitConnect? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Why is anybody listening to the guy? How has he not been like arrested or something? I, I don't um, even know. He, I think he has. Uh, He's I don't been know, uh, arrested. He got subpoenaed for something, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's definitely See, in the court system in regards to that. <laughs> this is this is the thing, and I don't know what you guys have done. I don't know if you've made recommendations or if you've you know pimped any coins. But there are these people out there mm-hmm. that you know that's what they did. Whether it was McAfee or, yeah. or Floyd, you know Mayweather. Yep. Or, yeah. You know, they're, they're and who's coming out. knocking on their door and now? They're in trouble now. The SEC. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I don't, you know, that's why we like what we do is we take advertisers. Yeah, we, but we never and you say disclose. who should buy. Yeah, right. well, not only I, do we disclose they're an advertiser, but we never say you should buy right. or invest in this coin. So that, exactly. like, right there, we have cut ourselves up from being called promoters of any coin. And I think mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious to see, like, the, we. I think we all know which ones are. You know the ones that the SEC would be looking at. Uh, I think uh, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, versus like like you said. You know, there's a we don't have to name a, any names. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, no, no. I don't no. think we do. Superman. <laughs> Even though Superman. Oh wait, did I just know? Uh, Superman. <laughs> I think one one popped up in my newsfeed who's been on our show, and I won't name any names. Oh really? But <laughs> no, I just hope Ty Lopez gets. He block. He's the only person. Yeah, him too. On Twitter. Uh, what did Ty promote? Uh, I don't know. I just I just hate those YouTube ads he has oh, all the time. I'm here in my garage. I've actually been to the compound. Have you? Yes, I did. I I uh, broadcast live video by his poolside one time. I will never go back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we have a, a common guest as well. We actually uh, we actually were fortunate enough to speak with John McAfee as well one day and. I mean, I've listened to both of your uh, your interviews with him, and ours was uh, ours was very interesting as well. <laughs> he, he, I'm sure it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had him on number 100 and 200, and if he's still alive or not in jail by 300, <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll invite him back. 
Those Man, are slim he, odds. He, uh, yeah, he, we, we got it. Like at, at the very beginning of the episode, you know, he was very serious, and um, but by the end, we got him to come off, off the, rails the rails, and he was uh, talking about all everything you would want from a John McAfee interview and more. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Chamber, you know. I don't know. Do you have a special place in your heart for Trayvon James? Because was it your first crypto experience with BitConnect? Um, it was. That's how I was. That's how I was introduced to cryptocurrency. Was that's was christening by fire, if you ask me. <laughs> I didn't participate, and I participate in a lot of other shitty ideas. But, christening uh, by scam. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, the best way to get in, really. You I get never, the never did it. Never, never touched it. Um, it was like. Well, it's because you're an intelligent man, Joel. This is. <laughs> well, it might it might be because I've seen network marketing before, and I've seen yeah. the scams. Some of it just has to do with experience and being more seasoned. Yep. Um, and knowing that this ain't this ain't good. No. Yeah, that's, and uh, I mean, that's a very very good you're, point. You're seeing. Uh, you're seeing. What is that? I, th- I think Cynthia's filing her nails. Oh, my God. You can see me now? No, I hear you. We hear oh. you filing your nails. Yeah. Is that what she's, I thought somebody was writing something. I, I, I nailed it. Something no. Your nails. No, I'm not. I'm honestly. This is okay. staying in by. I can't. Yeah, no, it. we're keeping that in. I ain't getting edited oh, yeah. out. I she, like, just, she just got wrecked. Joel <laughs> catching Cynthia filing her nails Joel, is a fantastic. Good call. Holy hell. <laughs> Wow. That's so funny. I was married a long time. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But um, so we'll, we'll move on to our next one here. So I have one from CCN.com here. Um, and it kind of uh, plays into a little bit what Joel was saying uh, earlier about mining. So the Bitcoin mining difficulty just saw its second largest drop in history. So, you know, Joel, you had mentioned the mining a little bit before, and that's kind of how, um, you know, you got your head wrapped around what Bitcoin is. And we're seeing these, um, we're seeing everybody talk about, okay, the hash rate is declining. And you also see all these arguments about, hey, well, if the cost of Bitcoin or if the cost to produce a Bitcoin is around $4,500, that's kind of where the price floor should be. But obviously, we are now below that $4,500 level here. And in the last month or so, we've seen the hash rate drop pretty significantly. So um, the hash rate now is the set like i mentioned the second largest drop in the uh, hash difficulty since november 1st of 2011 when it was down 18 percent. so this month it was down 15 percent in difficulty um and what you're seeing here is a ton of um a ton of you know smaller mining operations you know, kind of going through that same capitulation where it's not profitable for them to mine, um, their costs are too high or anything like that. And you're seeing these huge farms that are able to stay in business. But, um, you know, some of these some of these guys are finally having to capitulate, <coughs> which is pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I are you going to sell me your uh, are you going to sell me your rigs for pennies on the dollar? Uh, well, I mean, to be completely honest, I've stopped mining because of the same reason. So really? I was mining, I was mining Ethereum and Ethereum Classic, and um, we had to shut down because we had, you know, our energy. Co- I mean, I'm a much, I'm not like a huge scale guy, so you know, but you're these like you'd costs- be one of the ones that you're talking about, right? Like pretty 
Like not just running a couple of computers in your basement. You know sure, I mean? we have you know sixty cards that we right. had. So like that's pretty big. That's uh, I mean for a, yeah. for a normal yeah. you know for a, a some Joe schmo. Yeah, right, exactly. So, but we ter- we had to turn it off. We we couldn't be profitable, and we don't want to pay at a, we don't want to mine at a loss. Um, so we turned ours off. But you know, I don't understand. I, I've been I, in crypto at a loss since I've been in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, yeah, but I but I think that's different than you know. Uh, Mining at a loss and you know having your investment go down, I think are a little different. If I could I just mean, pull the plug to stop the bleeding, I would too. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you don't have to, but I think it's interesting here. So you're starting to see that. So um, Joel, you got any opinion on the uh, the mining situation out there? Well, look, if the big miners are exiting, guess what that does for the small miners who have been locked out? Mm-hmm. It it gives them an opportunity to enter in mine again and and actually i think what happens is we get a more decentralized bitcoin how sure. can that be a bad it just to me it there's a checks and balance built into it great hey if these big guys you know the guys with all these asics want to go uh, yeah hey jihan woo woo if it doesn't work for you you right now that's fine <laughs> pull the plug because there's a lot of people that would you know start mining it uh, yeah. There's uh, the the less the it's centralized, the more people are going to be mining it. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, the more miners you get out there, obviously, the more decentralized it becomes, and I think that's good for everybody. Um, Cynthia, do you have a news story for us? Um, I do. It's kind of news. It's kind of just a uh, amusing. Is it that your your nails are done? (laughs) You know what? I'm never gonna live. I'm never gonna live this down, Joel. Thank you. (laughs) I really am not. Exactly. Uh, The hashtag hashtag for today's episode. The hashtag today's for today's episode is nails on fleek. I'm going with that. (laughs) God, you know Raptor Jesus. You you better be painting bitcoins on you know your nails or something. Yes, I've got a I've got a different crypto on every nail. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, it actually came from Whale Report, Spunchu. Um, oh, there, there was go. a link um, from the Signal Group and Telegram that's been floating around that someone just moved 66,000 bitcoins from an ad- address that hasn't been used since for- 2014. Oh, so obviously I clicked <laughs> on the wallet. And um, it's kind of misleading. There has been very small amounts of Bitcoin moved uh, multiple times a month, but very little, like 0.0000, you know, amounts of Bitcoin. Um, But the last um, big transfer was in 2014. And then all of a sudden today, 66,233 Bitcoin were moved from this wallet. Uh, so it's Imagine kind of having interesting. that much Bitcoin. Right? Yeah. yeah. That was not me. Just <laughs> <saying>. no, <laughs> right. you, me I either. wish it was me. For I the do. Record, was not Joel or Bunchu. I don't no. know. Do you, do you really? I, I think about having that kind of money and I mean, I don't have that much. I mean, I, I, mean, I do a podcast. I don't have that much. I do a show. Um, but that just puts such a target. Every time I meet these guys that have a lot, like they have bodyguards and, you know, yeah. everybody Somebody's going to saw off their fingers to get to their yeah. private key. I just, I don't know. I don't have yeah. enough to make it worth. You know, my fingers aren't worth that much. They're just right. not. Same, exactly. Well, I've been filing my nails, and they look pretty good, so my fingers yeah. might be 
worth that much. <laughs> that's pretty funny. But that's interesting. It kind of reminds me of what we saw over the weekend here. Um, did you guys see that the uh, peer-to-peer network um, website had the Satoshi um, profile active for the first time in, like, eight years no i didn't see this oh it was it was all over the place um we'll we'll tweet out a link because i don't have it handy on on me but uh apparently the satoshi profile for like the peer-to-peer foundation or peer-to-peer network uh i'm probably getting that wrong because i'm just flying off the cuff here because it reminded me of you know people were this weekend saying oh you know Craig Wright, did you buy that? <laughs> or like, you know, so, um, you know, but it, it's pretty interesting to think about there, too. And then I just have one more here just because um, I, I saw this one earlier, and I, I know that Joel and Travis have uh, talked about these a lot, so I want to get his opinion on, on this. And we've actually talked a little bit about it already on the show, but these Elon Musk crypto giveaway scams. Uh, <laughs> so we've seen them happen with, you know, these Google accounts the and everything like that. That scams. And the scam, the, yeah. Well, and scams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> but they're getting more sophisticated. So I guess these this weekend, Elon Musk, uh, they the hackers or the scam artists actually went as far as to create their own website here and use um, the Tesla logos and everything like that to kind of you know scam people the they created a website called spacex.delivery and um they basically were telling people hey you know the classic send us x eth and you know you'll get 10 or 20 back they had fake ethereum transaction logs on the website to to you know prove that they were actually sending out transactions back um but you know if you dug a little deeper you would see that they weren't sending anything back but uh joel i I know you guys talked about these scams on your show and everything can you give the people you know some things to watch out for your opinion on it everything like that yeah, don't be an idiot. I mean, <laughs> that, there's there's my advice. Don't be an idiot because if somebody tells I'm you, if you this down s- here. yeah, write it down, <laughs> ta- tattoo it on your arm. If somebody tells you you're gonna send in crypto and you're gonna get back more, what do you what? Well, <laughs> right, exactly. How? Why? Why? <laughs> uh, it just it just doesn't make any sense. It just appeals to uh, people's greed and and their inability to understand that you don't get something for nothing. Right. Exactly. And I mean, I don't understand why anybody would be sending you sending away money to get back money. I don't like. I, as far as I know, I don't even yeah, see the, scams like that in real life with fiat. Like, right. I don't know where these scams are being based well, off of. Well, there used to be. Was there a Nigerian prince that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, the Nigerian oh. prince one is like you have to send me fees, send me money for the lawyer fees, and then, yeah, I'll, and then unlock I will give all this you money. ten times the ETH. Or right, something, right. Exactly. No? <laughs> exactly. Legit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, but, we we had it happen too. We had people making bad crypto accounts saying that we were giving away ETH. So now, if you'll see our account is bad crypto, not giving away ETH. Yeah, it's crazy. To I think wish about we could it. have a wrecked podcast not giving away ETH. Well, I mean, well, we, can. we, just rename we it. can. We'll just. <laughs> <laughs> you think people? You think people will check to see if there's another one? Uh, just you know, because that's how you know you've made it I when you're not giving away you, ETH anymore. No, I don't think you know. Look, if we're if we're ever big enough to. Uh, 
have ETH scams in our name, we will make sure that people know we are not nice. giving away ETH. Nice. Um, but anyway, so that's going to do it for our news segment. Uh, we are going to now have a little fun with Mr. Joel Com here. And, you know, you and Travis are... I mean, name a more iconic duo. I dare you. I'll wait. So (laughs) you and Travis are an iconic duo. You know, there's a there's a great chemistry there. We are going to play a little newly wrecked game. So by the way, I I can name more iconic duos. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Salt and pepper. Oh wow! Yes. No, that's a trio because we can't forget Spinderella. Uh, Laurel and Hardy. Abbott and Costello. Bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. (laughs) So so we are going to play the newly wrecked game. So we had sent you guys some questions uh, um, a little little while back towards Thanksgiving to answer about each other. And so... So we are going to we are going to ask these questions to you, and you are going to answer what you think Travis answered, and okay. we are going to uh, give the same to Travis when he's on with us later in the week, and we'll tell you how you did here. So um, you are going to give us Travis's answers. Okay. So question number one. There's ten questions here. Question number one. What would be Travis's favorite altcoin? Um. Probably so. If I would have answered it earlier this year, before the collapse, it would have been Dragon Coin, but <laughs> Dragon Chain. Um, I would say now his favorite altcoin would be Stellar Lumens. That is yes, correct. Excellent. <laughs> that is correct. So one for one there. One for one there for XLM for the. I like how he called the Audible on Dragon Chain. That's that's good. All right. Question number two. What is Travis's favorite movie? Travis doesn't watch movies. He gave an answer. Oh, really? Because <laughs> every time I make a movie reference on the show, like I make movie references. I just did it again, our last recording. I don't remember what the how I got there, but I said, um, uh, t- take the uh, leave the gun, take the cannoli. And what's that, <laughs> what's that from, right? Yeah. Of Right, um, it's from The Godfather. Right, and he's exactly. like, I've never seen The Godfather. Then he goes and tells what? me how he doesn't he doesn't like to be uh, passive and watch you know story. He just doesn't watch movies. So you know, if he's got a favorite, um, I I don't know what it is because he always tells me he doesn't watch. It's well, old. This, like, this, this is an old. older movie. Yeah. So give, it, give me a it hint. It makes sense. Give it's me a, hint. Um, um, Steve Martin. Yes, it's a Steve Martin. Oh, what is it? The Jerk? Yes, it is The Jerk. <laughs> that, make, that makes sense because he, he's a stand-up comedian. So okay. <laughs> There you go. So I, I, what are we, ca- we counting that, right? I think that's Yeah, I think so. I mean, that was uh, Steve Martin's been in a ton of movies. He could have said Father of the Bride very easily. How about yeah. ha- I'll, I'll take half a point for that. Okay, we'll give that. you a half a point for that because we're going to see who wins here. And so. the right answer should have been, I don't watch movies. Well, it's funny <laughs> you say that because I was listening to uh, one of your episodes the other day about uh, where you had the guys I forget their names but they were from the the education uh, project yes yeah. teacher and he he went on like a five minute rant about how he doesn't listen or he yeah. doesn't watch TV or movies or anything like that so um, all right question number three um, the question is if you could pick if you could pick any coin out there to purge what would it be? As in, you know, like the movie The Purge, where you just take it off of the face of the planet, no, um, no consequences. Probably, probably uh, B cash. So, 
his answer kind of sucks here. Yeah, but his answer he, his answer sucks. His answer was any coin not in the top ten. Oh, so I mean <laughs> that's correct. Vcash is a coin. It is in the top ten. Um, it, yeah. But Bcash XYZ is not, or right? Or or A B C D E F G H I J K. Oh, we only got Satoshi's vision in there. Is that correct? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, next, <laughs> this. If you get this one, uh, <laughs> what happens? What, what is what is Travis's non uh, or favorite non crypto activity? Um, he uh, he loves football. He loves watching the Chiefs. Now that would be the appropriate family-friendly yeah. answer. This is answer. Not the, answer he gave us. <laughs> the answer he gave us what was did you say smoking weed. Uh, no, even he, that would have been acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is in Canada and Denver, where you hail from, Joel. Yeah. Uh, the, his answer was having sex. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. All right. So, question number five. Bitcoin or Ethereum? Bitcoin. Bitcoin, correct. Uh, question six. What would be Travis's favorite karaoke song? Um, Travis's favorite karaoke. <laughs> wow, that is like wide open. Um, <laughs> do, can I get a hint on that too? Uh, also, uh, it's got to be a Beatles. Song. It's a Beatles song. It is, uh, it's a California-based song. A Beach Boys tune? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more specific. A San Francisco song. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that leaves. That's Jefferson Airplane. That's Grateful Dead. A song that's specifically about not the San artist. Francisco. Not the artist. Journey lights. I don't know. It it is a okay. It's an Otis Redding track. Dock of the Bay. Yes, that is it. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I, I get no points for that. But. <laughs> um, all right. Question number seven. What is the thing? that travis does or wait sorry how do i how do i phrase this question it's what would travis say is the thing about you that drives him crazy (laughs) uh uh, i don't know he he loves everything about me (laughs) let's see the thing that i do that drives travis crazy um i can you know travis needs a personal assistant to keep him on track <laughs> on schedule and i'm really i'm prompt you know like he blew off the interview the first time he was oh, we don't want to you guys. <laughs> he totally did he totally he blew did. you guys off and, yeah. and that, that we rescheduled both of ours because he blew we you off so. <laughs> i'm i'm more of the cruel taskmaster you know so maybe that i don't know that that would make sense uh <laughs> How he he I said, like this. I like his answer though. This is, it is a good answer. His answer was he whines about wanting PayPal instead of crypto when it's time to pay bills. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, getting an X on that one. All right, question eight. Couple more here. Trezor or Ledger? Trezor. Trezor. That's correct. Um, I've had some issues. I've, so I got a Ledger first. I got a Nano S, and then I got a Trezor. And uh, I've had issues with the Ledger. Like initially, it only allowed me to put like three different coins, yep. you know, yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Like, how the hell do you have this device that doesn't have storage to put a little bit of blockchain data on it? Right, right. I, I don't get it. I think they've since expanded, but I had the Five. same problem when I I, I had the same problem now? when I had one. 
or what sorry i still have one but it's <laughs> because it's just empty now yeah. um, <laughs> but i just it, i don't get it these little software you know you install the wallets and they don't take up a lot of space you click boom and it goes installed Mm-hmm. And yet I can have a thumb drive that's eight gig and pick right. it up for you know ten bucks at the store. Why? Why? I don't understand it. it. Doesn't seem that complicated. Nope. I, I'm with you. Um, <laughs> all right. So you got that one correct. Two questions left. Uh, I liked this one because uh, you guys always talk about this on the show. Who would Travis say asks better interview questions? He does. Yeah, that's what he answered. That, that's correct. <laughs> That is correct. And then the final question here, uh, we asked these, like we mentioned, uh, around Thanksgiving time. So the last question was, what would be Travis's favorite Thanksgiving food? Um, well, I mean, he's a burly guy. How do you not like the turkey? Uh, <laughs> it might be something else, but you know, I think turkey is like the default. Uh, he answered pumpkin pie. <laughs> That also makes a lot of sense. Yep, that, I thought you were going to get it thinking. when you said that. Yeah, it would apply there. All right, so let's see how you did. You got one, one, two, three, four, and a half. Is that what you got, Chamber? I got four and a half yeah, correct. Can we so, get an official ruling here, please? <laughs> we'll round up. The we'll give you. We're going to give you number two. We're going to give you yeah. the jerk because I think you got. I think you're going to have that one. I felt so, like that was a that was a, a good ratio of uh, hint to answering. Right. That so was, thought, five at, five out of ten. We're going to ask these to uh, Travis when we talk to him. The what your answers were, and we'll see who did better. But okay. we'll, te- we'll tell him you only got five and make him overconfident, and then he'll get four. <laughs> but you know wins. you never know here because you know some of travis's answers were very vague like uh the which coin would you purge he didn't really give one specific coin so you know that was you were kind of doomed from the start there <laughs> well wait you didn't give me a half a point for b cash that's yeah that's, that's that, that brings it to the full point All so right. there, yeah. there you go half points that's your five points there. Um, anyway, that's awesome. So thanks for playing with us there. That's going to do it kind of for our segments. Um, we definitely want to give you the floor to, we appreciate you guys coming on. Anything you want to talk about, um, Anything? how can people find you, anything like that, the floor is yours. Uh, well, I appreciate you guys having me on, and thanks for the platform and for including us, badcryptopodcast.com. We're available in all the places that podcasts are in your ears, so uh, come check us out. Join our community. Awesome. If you haven't checked them out uh, and you're listening to us, you're probably That's doing weird. it wrong. That's a weird There's yeah, no you're way. Wrong. Yeah, you're There's probably no doing it way. wrong. <laughs> Nobody so. listens to us that doesn't listen to them already. <laughs> uh, you guys are great. I think, you know, here's the thing there's so much room in this industry. Uh, every time there's a, another podcast that comes up in crypto, I'm like, great. Uh, you know, because look, nobody's going to be Travis and Joel. But nobody's going to be wrecked either, right? You got you got your own yeah. vibe. You d- don't yeah. try to be somebody else, and people are going to connect with the type of show that they want to listen to. And I'll tell you what, we are all just so beautifully positioned for when blockchain and crypto really does go mainstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're all going to be known as the OGs. I know it's crazy. <laughs> And I'm not original, nor am I a gangster, so I (laughs) just keep at it. But I've always wanted that distinction, so I'm (laughs) so I'm looking forward to that. But anyway, uh, Chamber, got any got any last words for us? 
No, um, everybody, uh, you know, it's it's pretty crazy out there. Uh, don't uh, don't do anything rash and uh, stay away from the CN Bitcoin. Tower. You know, yeah. how, you know how like people say, "Don't do anything I wouldn't do." Yeah, we should. It should be, "Don't do anything you would do." Yeah, exactly. Don't do anything <laughs> Chamber would, do, would do. Right, exactly. <laughs> to me, I'm like, you know, maybe we go down another thousand dollars and I sell everything right now and. It just no. it just takes off like a rocket. Don't could, do it. Could, yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Cynthia, yeah. any last words from you? No, I'm happy to be here, and I made it through. I'm sober, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrecked. Um, anyway, that, just one more housekeeping item. Don't forget to hit us up on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Um, leave us a rating, a five-star review if you love us, a four-star review if you hate us. Um, tell your friends, the milkman, the paperboy, anybody, um, goes a long way. We appreciate it. Join our Telegram group if you're not in there already. We have a lot of fun in there. T.me slash wrecked underscore podcast. And uh, that's it for the wrecked crew and Mr. Joel Com. Thank you again for coming on. Uh, I am Bunch You Bets. And until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice.